welcome to the Inherent Identity Podcast, a place where you can learn the secrets to living as the best version of you. It's not about changing, it's not about becoming, it's about remembering. It's about recovering what you've always had within you, but you just keep getting distracted and you just keep forgetting. Join me, your host, Tyson Bradley, as we discover the practical steps for easily and effortlessly creating a lifestyle that lasts. Hello, hello, everybody. This is Tyson. And today, I want to talk to you about the I don't know conundrum. Now, I recently went to a business meeting slash workshop in around Nashville, Tennessee, a good friend of mine, and my business partner, and his wife. Now, while on the plane, I sat next to a an Indian man who has been in the States for about 10 years working and works for Amazon and, and does operations engineering. And he was awesome. He was just such a neat guy. And I noticed he had a book in the little front pocket. It was Jordan Peterson's 12 Rules for Life, which I have listened to about half of. And so I started talking to him. Come to find out, he is actually very knowledgeable, has done lots of research on mindset, consciousness, uh, has done multiple retreats where he was just go for 10 days and just meditate for 10 days. You know, he shared about how he had a bout of depression in 2015. And it was because of that little bout of of depression that he went on his search. He went to go and seek understanding and fulfillment and, you know, the big questions of why am I here? What's going on? What's the purpose of all this? And, you know, as we talked, the, you know, his perspective, some of his perspective was this idea that we're all, you know, part of this vast consciousness. Uh, If you think about, you know, we're all matter, we all are connected. And this idea of just observing life. And for him, it was it was super difficult to to understand and to try and reconcile this idea that the moment that we're born and the moment that we learn language, we are taught uh, after the traditions of our fathers, we are taught from our parents, we're taught from schools, we're taught from leaders and churches and, and we're just taught the way things and the way they think things should be. And the world has a culture, the world and media and everything that we learn from movies and news and just the people that we interact with on a daily basis that informs our decision-making that informs what we what we think and what we do and how we show up to this life. So for him, it was, it's kind of difficult for him to know, okay, how am I to show up to this world? Was this something that, that like comes from consciousness and from this united, like uh, inner knowing and connected to higher self? Or is this just my thoughts? Is this my trained programming from the world? And to be honest, this question is on everybody's minds. 
it's probably one of the most common questions asked. And I know that I've even addressed it. This idea is this from me or is this from the spirit, right? And in talking to him, what I found is as I questioned him on what he wants to do with his life and his time and how he wants to approach, you know, creating that fulfillment, he would often say, ah, you know, I don't know. And, you know, my mind is so powerful. And I just kind of caught him. There was a moment where he said, my mind is just so powerful. And I was just like, listen, stop this train you got going on right now. I said, the moment that you say, I don't know, is in the way that he was saying it was in a way of giving up. When you say, I don't know, when you just say, I don't know, the brain disengages. It doesn't have to think anymore, which the brain loves because it just doesn't want to think anymore. It doesn't want to dive deeper or think longer. It's just, it is designed to conserve energy, to seek pleasure, avoid pain. And the easiest, less painful, most pleasurable experience would be to just not think longer is just to stop thinking so deeply and to just live life. Now, for some of you, it might be good for you to pause, uh, or in other words, uh, don't think about the question anymore. You've thought about it long enough or whatnot. For some of you, you do need to dig deeper. And for my friend who was on this plane, he needed to dig deeper. He needed to stop cutting off uh, the the need to connect by saying, I don't know. And so in catching with him on this, and this is kind of what he walked away with, what he thought was so powerful was just the truth that when he does say, I don't know, it stops the train. It stops him from seeking further. And so if that is you right now, my invitation is for you to keep going, to entertain the question and to know that your heart knows inherently and it doesn't even need to be something that you have to push towards because and i'll tell you about my experience on the plane ride back but sometimes some of you are pushing for revelation you're just like i need it i need it now and i just want you to slow down and watch yourselves enough to be able to say, okay, am I pushing for this? Am I thinking that I need the revelation now? Uh, otherwise, something bad will happen? Is there this sense of worry and concern associated in connection with my seeking? Because if so, I think what we're doing is we're sabotaging ourselves. Because I know that I've taught this before, but this concept of if I'm rushing, if I'm pushing, if I am uh, attached to things going a certain way, that is not the place of the Spirit. That is not a place of being able to receive, being able to live into truth. And so the alternative is to be able to just be. The alternative is to sit and listen and spend time in the silence 
But to have this underlying belief that the exact answer needed or that the exact um, experience needed will happen. And maybe that experience is simply just resting in peace. Maybe the experience is a confirmation that God is a God provision and that as we seek first the kingdom of heaven, all these things shall be added unto you. Maybe it is just the peace that passes all understanding that can only come through Christ. Maybe that's what we need. Maybe that's the healing that we are in need of in this moment and time and season. But if you're wanting an answer, you might ask the question, is, is the answer needed now? You might ask the question of, is there a different question I should be asking? Do I need to be asking any questions? Am I just to sit and be in this space of just being in thy love and thy presence? So needless to say, that was my experience on the flight there. Just challenging this idea of I don't know and recognizing that maybe you do know and maybe it takes you being in a space and creating a space where you can hear longer or you can give space for hearing, knowing that direction is available and that you can receive it and that it doesn't have to be hard. Now, on the side of pushing and things like that, uh, after this one-day workshop and business meeting, I had a three-hour flight back, three-plus-hour uh, flight back to Salt Lake City. And I just sat in prayer and writing notes down and thoughts down the whole time. And I will tell you, it was a wrestle. It was difficult. Uh, I felt like there was this sense of pushing and needing an answer. And so I would catch myself and I'd bring myself back to just being. And I would play songs and I would uh, that communicated about God's love. And I would just imagine just sitting and being in God's love. And I would pay attention to my breath and and I'll tell you, my mind was all over the place, all over the place. So if you guys struggle or have ever tried meditation and your minds are all over the place, like that's okay. Because every time that you bring it back, every time that you bring it back to, oh, that's a thought. Oh, it's like, okay, I'm, I'm back to my breath. Every time you do that, that is presence. That is developing this skill set and this muscle of presence. So I was wrestling with all the things that I needed to do. And, you know, by the third hour, you know, by the end of the second hour, I was feeling like I was connecting more and that I was receiving insight and some direction. And one of the thoughts that came to me was this idea of doing a challenge. Now, there is uh, a guy I know that did this challenge of uh, getting rejected a hundred times, like a hundred days in a row, uh, where he would do something weird and crazy, and he would 
record himself doing the weird and crazy thing where whatever, you know, he asked for ideas of what would be crazy things to ask. And the whole concept was to face rejection, you know, to ask for the discount at the, at the store to, uh, I think one that I watched, he asked some random person, uh, went to their door and said, Hey, can I play soccer in your backyard? Just super random things. Now he's gone off to have a Ted talk and, and, uh, other courses and things like that. And I thought to myself, you know, what would be really cool. And I tried to search this even on YouTube and whatnot is someone who has just made an effort to challenge themselves to listen to the spirit every single day for whether it's a hundred days, whatever. I thought, what if I did it for a hundred days? What if I did it for 77 days? Cause 77 is awesome. Um, and, and so I thought maybe I'll just, try that out and I'll record myself going through this experience. So awesome. Yeah, that'd be cool. I really want to follow the spirit. I want to like be able to showcase and document the experience of going through that. Cause that would be kind of neat to just experience that and see that happen, see that unfold. So today was day one. And, uh, but thing is on that flight and I'll, and I'll tell you, I got into a dialogue with the uh, guy sitting next to me and started talking about things, told me about his job. He works with like the army and, uh, well, he's not working for the army, but he does things that, you know, communications and technology that are used in the battlefield and other things like that. But it kind of lulled the conversation kind of like died out. And so, you know how you just sit there and there's kind of just this awkward pause, not sure what to do. You might, okay, look at your phone. Now he's looking at his phone. And so that was kind of my experience. But I had this thought, which was, uh, you should ask him if he likes his job. And my intent in asking the question would probably was that I would maybe be able to help him, maybe be able to help him uh, talk about what is fulfilling to him and what he would love to do for, for his work and for his life. And, and so I kept thinking about it, kept thinking about it. And it felt more so like a prompting than it did just a thought. And you know what, even if it was just a thought, the idea of like doing something that is good, if you have a thought to do good, then just do it and just do it. Why not? see what happens. And so here I am having this thought and resisting like, oh no, like oh, he'll think he'll judge me. It's like, he'll think I'm weird. It's like, I don't know. It's kind of awkward. Um, and so there's just this big debate in my mind about talking to someone. And so I'm, I'm thinking to myself, Tyson, you just talked about, like, thought about the idea of having a challenge, challenging yourself to follow the spirit all the time. And here you are with the chance to follow the spirit. And it's like super hard <laughs> and, and you're resisting and you're not doing it. And so I thought, okay, I'm going to do it. And so I just asked him, I said, Hey, the, the question I wanted to ask him was, do you like your job? So I took a breath and then I said, Hey, do you like your job? And he said, I love my job. And he proceeded to tell me, he said, you know, one of the biggest piece of 
pieces of advice I've received and that I hold on to is that life is too short to be pursuing fame and success uh, versus something that is fun and something that you would love to do. And he said, I chased after fame and success and money. He's like, I did that. And it was not fulfilling. It just didn't satisfy me. And, you know, I got it, but it wasn't really worth it. And he said, but when I turned 40, you know, I made a change. And he started pursuing that, which he thought would be super fun. And so uh, in hearing that, though, this is what was interesting is, is that here was, I had this intention uh, the, of using this question to be able to help him. But in that moment, his response helped me. And it helped me to just start thinking about, you know, what would be enjoyable for me? What is fun for me? And I want you all to think about the same thing. A lot of times we, we go about life and we think, Oh, we can't, it's, we can't possibly just have fun and enjoy life. And, you know, work can't be fun. Work has to be work. The Lord loves effort and he, you know, and, and work is hard and it's not, and it's not meant to be enjoyable. And the, th the thing about that way of thinking is that it is in my mind, it's actually the traditional worldview. I think that generally speaking, people believe that work is work, as in hard work, as in not meant to be enjoyable. Now, people fantasize, right, about having enjoyable work and doing what they love and earning money doing it. And the fact that there are examples of this in the world shows me that it is possible. And because it is possible, then why not believe in it for me? Why not believe that I can create what seems impossible? That is the first step to creating an amazing life, is that you have to believe that the impossible is possible, that your promised land is prepared for you, that it's there, it's available. Because unless we believe that it's possible, uh, we won't we won't do anything about it. We won't seek to create it. And thus, for me, I do believe it's possible. And yes, uh, there may be work involved. I'm okay to do the quote unquote work, but if it is connected to that which I think is fun and enjoyable and my mission, then I'm all in. I'm all willing to do that. It doesn't become work then. It doesn't even become something I have to push through. It just becomes something I get to do to fulfill my mission. So that's all being said. In summary, what I want to be able to share is that sometimes when you think, I don't know, you're stopping yourself from accessing the deepest part of you that does know. And secondly, unless we believe in the impossible, 
we cannot achieve the impossible. Unless we open up to the truth that your promised land does exist, or the truth that God knows uh, an amazing life that's available for you here and now, and that it, and that as you seek it out, as you seek for understanding what it is that you love, as you seek for believing that this impossible thing could be possible, that you could see it and catch glimpses of it, and that you could live into it. But unless you find the way to see, unless you believe that it can be seen, that it can be received, and that you can uh, even get revelation to fulfill it, and unless you uh, are willing to sit long enough in seeking, you won't find it, and you won't get there, or it's going to take longer because you're going to experience the back and forth of, I don't know, maybe I'll try this, and versus being deliberate about seeking for that which you truly do love and enjoy, and knowing that it's possible. So that, my friends, is all I have to share with you today. I will keep you updated on some of my journeyings of listening and honoring the Spirit, but I'll have you know that so far, it's pretty awesome to just try things out, do things that I love, seek for guidance all along the way, and to be able to see the miracles that unfold. So more to come. And uh, if you haven't shared this podcast with anybody, you should totally share it with someone. And if you haven't rated it, rate it, leave a review, do something awesome <laughs> like that. <laughs> Because that would help us reach more people and help everybody receive the message, which is that you do have an inherent identity and that you can connect with God in more deeper and more intimate ways. And I believe that this podcast is helping to answer that question. And I want to answer it and help you all do the same, to live in a life that is aligned with godliness, aligned with your godliness, your specific godliness. You do that, and man, it's so much more fun. All right. Have a good one. We'll talk to you later. Love you all. Hey, do you want to create your best life? Do you want to live into it? If that's you, I want you to come and check out InherentIdentity.com. This is the place where you get to learn the easy and effortless way to living into your dreams. So once again, come check out InherentIdentity.com. We'll see you there.